Friends, have you ever noticed how fascinating light is? If you think about it in a sense, all things are invisible until light shines upon us. It's the power of light. Think about how many things we know because we can see, but that power of sight would be useless if we didn't have light. If you've ever been in a really dark place, maybe out camping or in some remote location, you know how strange the world seems without light. This is because you are a creature who can see. If you had never seen the light, it would not seem so strange to be in darkness. Imagine with me, if you will, that you've been in a shadowy, darkened cave since birth. Yet you can see, and you know you can see. You have the faculty of seeing, but its use has been limited from the very moment uh, you became aware of it. You can see shadows and reflections, perhaps on the wall in front of you, but you've been prevented from looking at any real sources of light. You're locked in some sort of position that makes it impossible for you to turn around. All you can see is that which is before you. The shadows that you've seen all of your life in this example are not reality, but they are what you believe to be reality. Only that which you can see is reality for you. Now, perhaps there are indications that there may be more to the world than these shadows, sounds from other places, for example, but you can only see shadows. You can't see anything else, and you yourself are trapped. Now, imagine that added to this uh, illustration, someone like you comes into that cave but is himself illuminated, brighter than the sun at noon, as if he were the very source of illumination. The cave would suddenly become a whole new world. Now imagine that he breaks the chains which hold you bound and with your permission leads you up out of the cave into the daylight. All the shadows and images that heretofore had, in which your reality had consisted, would be seen for being just that. You would know that all you thought was reality was but its pale reflection. The reality of the world for you would be almost hard to understand, impossible almost to understand. It would be so new, the shadows and images would be unnecessary because you would know the real thing. You would know that your eyes were made for this. In a real way, you would have been saved from a death of darkness. You would have been brought out of shadows and images into truth, into the truth of reality. Friends, the baby whose birth we celebrate today is light from light, true God from true God. He is true light from true light. He reveals everything for what it is because he himself is its source and origin and destiny. The radical claim of Christianity is that the word through whom all things came into being, the word who spoke into being became a baby who could not speak a word 
to save us. Today, on this great feast of Christmas, we celebrate that God humbly reveals himself to us by becoming man, and thus also reveals reality to us as well. God becomes incarnate. It should shake us. He takes on flesh and blood, a human mind and a human will. He assumes humanity to himself. He became like us in all things but sin. The infant Jesus lying in the manger reveals God. He is God. When he smiles, it's God smiling. When he cries, it's God crying. When he reaches out and grasps the finger of Mary or Joseph or a shepherd or a wise man, it's God reaching out and grasping the hand of humanity. This is fundamental to Christianity, and if we recognize it, it will change our lives. On this day, the defenseless love of God, his humility and his kindness come into view. He exposes himself to us in the heart of this world. God comes to us in a way that we can receive him as a tiny, delightful, defenseless infant. Why does he do this? He became a little child so that we would be provoked into loving him. That's what our salvation consists in, brothers and sisters. That's why he's named Jesus. God saves. He comes to free us from sin and to make us just by offering himself in sacrifice. His very name reminds us of his mission. He comes to save us. When we love the child Jesus, we love God. Through things visible, we are caught up into love of things invisible. His light makes all things to be seeable, in other words. In his incarnation, Jesus takes upon himself the whole of humanity, the whole history of man, and he gives it a decisive reorientation toward a new manner of human existence. He brings us out of that cave of darkness and lets us see clearly. He saves us, brothers and sisters. This light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. But here's the thing. What will be our response to it? What will be our response to the entrance of the illuminated one into our dim world? Will we be like the innkeepers who refuse hospitality to the pregnant Mary and Joseph? Will we shut our eyes to the light? As St. John tells us, some men prefer darkness to the light. It is possible that we might refuse to admit the light. We might refuse the light even if the illuminator comes. Brothers and sisters, we can still shut our eyes and say no. We might do this because despite the many opportunities we have to meet Jesus, we're too busy with other things. Consider this fact. There were many who passed by the stable where the Son of God was born, unchanged. And there were many 
who walked by the Mount of Calvary where the Son of God was crucified unchanged. Brothers and sisters. But that doesn't have to be our reality. You see, we have another example in the Gospel today of people who heard the good news and were changed because of it. The shepherds. They heard the good news in the dark of the night while keeping watch over their flocks. A host of angels appears over them proclaiming this gospel message. And they go. They change their life. The shepherds in their poverty know something miraculous is happening. You know that so many of them went to see the baby in Bethlehem and had a profound encounter with this child. And it said that they returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Just as it had been told, just as it, as it had been told to them. Friends, their way of looking at the world changed that day. Their lives were enlightened because of Him. We can go about our lives mostly in darkness if we want to. Or we can choose to live in the light of Christ. But he won't make that choice for us. He requires that we choose to love him. He will do his best to provoke it. But he will not force it. The fruit of that choice to love him is life to the fullest. Brothers and sisters, I don't know where you are in your walk with the Lord. If you've been far from him, don't be afraid to let him love you today. Do not be afraid to take the Christ child into your arms. Look upon him. And more importantly, let him look upon you with love. Wherever you are, in whatever you are, he comes for you. Let your heart be melted by his gaze. Delight as he smiles upon you. Then let your heart respond with love. He gives everything and takes nothing. Well, come, let us adore.